Welcome into the Talking Ball, y'all, Poplarville postgame podcast. I'm Jason Baker with the co-host of the Talking Ball, y'all podcast, Clay Sweet, also the voice of the Poplarville Hornets. The Hornets win it tonight, 28-18 to over the Moss Point Tigers on the road in Dantzler Stadium. And uh, Clay, what a performance. We, we've had some great wins on the road in the playoffs and uh, just we had alluded to the setting and the historic nature of who Moss Point is and the program that they uh, preside over and for the Hornets to come on the road and do it the way that they did it grinding it out body blow after body blow DJ Richard Bay 26 carries 173 yards three touchdowns on the night for the Hornets just maybe your thoughts as uh, as you left the Ansler Stadium tonight Man, what a win, uh, JB, is all what you said there. Just um, when you combine it all together, it just makes for such a special win. And the second round of the playoffs, this is about the toughest draw, in my opinion, that Popperville could have gotten and to handle business like they did tonight. So many guys that you can point out and really be proud of. The way the offensive line was dominant at times, but you hit on the guy, Richard Bay, and the performance that he put up. You know, this was a guy that put up uh, over a 1,000 yards last year. When me and you would talk this summer when Popperville fans and people around the program were just so ready for him to have a monster year this year. Well, it really hasn't played out that way. He's been banged up at times. Um, to be honest with you, Von Jarvis has come in and got some carries because Von Jarvis has deserved the carries, and there's only so many footballs that could go around. But tonight was DJ Richard Bay's night, and he put that offense on his back at times. A tremendous effort. A lot of fun to watch. Um, and we'll talk about Simmons, I'm sure, um, on this show. But what a job Quan Hutterson did at times to really make it tough on him. I was as proud tonight at the way that Quan really competed. His competitive spirit through four quarters was a pleasure to call. Yeah, let's let's go there now. Let's start with their player and Larry Simmons. Uh, Ole Miss commit. Ole Miss was in the stadium tonight to see him. Uh, to have a coach there to watch his performance. You know, he makes a a diving catch on the opening play of the game, maybe uh, his highlight reel catch of the year. And I thought the Hornets were in good position, just a better play made. And then on the touchdown pass, good coverage as well. He just goes up and gets it, high points the football. Um, He's not a huge target. He's not a big kid. He was actually out at the coin toss tonight as I went out there and I was kind of eyeing him up thinking to myself you know he's kind of small in stature but I would bet you money right now he's probably got a 40 plus inch vertical leap and you know his his speed is just electric and uh, he lived up to the billing for Moss Point Clay. He really did and like he put his uh, stamp on the game so early and that kind of alludes going back to Quan. it could have been easy for Quan after those two plays he had all the the yards on that drive that touchdown scoring drive was uh the quarterback to Simmons and that was it for Quan could have went back to the sideline and been man I'm overmatched tonight tonight's not my night but he did the opposite it's like he geared up and competed uh the rest of the game I was certainly uh, proud of the effort 
he gave, but boy, when they put Simmons in a wildcat, he is brutal. Uh, JB, we talked about it a lot tonight. He was just flat out scary from back there. When you add a blocker, his speed on one particular run, he went from the 15 to the 5. I swear he did it in one step. Mm -hmm. It was just that quick. And on the touchdown catch uh, that you're alluding to, I'm sure there'll be film out on it. But it looked like he dove five yards out in front of him to go get the ball. I mean, those two plays were a lot of fun to watch. Even from an opposing player, you were kind of awestruck by those two plays. Yeah, I think one of the plays that stands out for me with Quan is uh, late in the third quarter as Moss Point was uh, had just held the Hornets defensively, and they went up top again to uh, Simmons as they had tried on a couple of times, and Quan was finally able to get his hand on his arm and pull it, a- pull it away from the ball, and the ball fell incomplete. I thought at that point, the confidence level for Quan Hutterson had to rise. Yeah, and you know, it came on a night where he was asked to do more offensively, too. Like, he was having to check in and run the football more than he's probably accustomed to doing. So, he had a lot on his plate, handled it uh, really well. And then the the two guys that I maybe give, I don't know, if too much credit's the right word. I certainly camp out a lot on them during our broadcast. But I thought they needed to bring their A game, and that was Khalid Moore and Ahmad Harmon. There was no backup in those two young men tonight either. They really got after it. Um, And kind of a different type of game for uh, Khalid. He had to do some different things. He played exceptional once again. It it was fun to watch him and Harmon. They are just fun, fun to watch. I know I sound like a broken record at times, but it's because they keep repeating themselves week in, week out. Have you found yourself uh, later in this broadcast, you'll hear from defensive line coach Adam Johnson, as well as you'll hear an interview from Connor Davis, and we'll get to the offense in a moment. But I ask Adam Johnson this question. I'll ask you, have you found yourself sort of watching this Hornet defense beginning to think in a historical perspective of just how good they really are? Yeah, especially tonight when you come out and see what Simmons is capable of in the first drive. Honestly, I was like, wow, how how do we sneak out of this place? And the defense really held serve after that. Now, Moss Point scored two more touchdowns, but they had to earn it, and it was short of what they needed to do. This defense is special. The play that Passman made, he made an interception where he had to lay out for a football um, honestly, Coach Aycock and Coach Ford and Coach Johnson maybe put them in two more spots to have takeaways that the plays just weren't made. So it's fun to see when you really see a schemed up defense and then the uh, Jimmys and Joes go make the plays. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it really is. Let's go to the offense now. Again, we've already talked on DJ Richard Bay. You said in your opening comment on this post-game podcast tonight about the offensive line. We'll speak to Connor Davis in a couple of moments. And uh, for that O-line, you know, I don't think last week, even despite 42 points, I don't think they played their best football in the green and gold. I thought tonight they were pretty special. Outside of a couple of hiccups, uh, you know, they certainly were able to dominate the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they really did. And, uh, JB, when you talk about 
that offensive line, this is what you want to judge them against, right? I mean, you've seen a lot of football. I think you'll say that defensive line from Moss Point and their backers, they were good players tonight. And so they were blocking quality guys in front of them. I don't have my roster in front of me, but two, four, 24, uh, those three guys could really uh, make your life miserable and our offensive line was up to the challenge tonight yeah they really were that offensive line connor davis dylan peterson blake gibson mason wheat kane edwards kate shambliss along that offensive line then also braxton connerly played some tight end the night i thought those were big moments and you know it was a plethora of backs tonight Quan Hutterson got some carries. Maurice Travis played a big role in this game. Avon Jarvis had a touchdown run. How about all four touchdowns came from the fullback position tonight for the Popperville Hornets? Yeah, it's incredible. And just a point I wanted to make too, JB, I appreciate you kind of setting it back up too. On that first drive, what does it say about your offensive line when it's, I believe it was third and 12, we keep the ball on the ground? These fourth downs that would continuously pick up just so much confidence in Coach Beach. And I'm going to be honest with you in his play call and trust an offensive line. And at times, that offensive line throughout the year, I think I'm being honest, maybe hasn't earned that trust, but Coach Beach hasn't wavered. Tonight, some of his play calling on third and fourth down, I was like, boy, that's a big ask. And every time he asked it of his offensive line, they got the job done. Yeah, I think in the first half, I gave a statistic. I think we had only not converted either on third or fourth down one time. That was on the stop basically uh, before the last possession of the first half. Um, As we look ahead, a familiar opponent, we found out as we left Dantzler Stadium that we will be hosting Mendenhall. We believe we'll be hosting Mendenhall uh, in the Hornets' nest next Friday night. DK Jenkins throws a touchdown pass of 12 yards to win that game over Macomb as time expires. They're not an unfamiliar opponent. We will be very familiar with each other. I shared the story a couple of weeks ago. This is a team that we saw in 7-on-7 in the summertime. Um, I can tell you not that tempers flared, but uh, let's just say the intensity will be ratcheted up a few notches. Um, As we wrap up our segment and get ready for the Connor Davis-Adam Johnson interview, your thoughts going forward against Mendenhall? Yeah, it was a team last year late in the ballgame. We kind of mentioned I would not be surprised at all to have to see Mendenhall to get out of South State. You'll see them round earlier than that. <clears throat> and excuse me, in the third round. But Jenkins was good as a sophomore. We caught him really on a perfect night in Popperville. And it was, Popperville was a monsoon for South State. And so they like to throw the ball around. That kind of hampered them from doing that. It'll be interesting. The same cast of characters that we've talked a lot about already tonight will have to come to play again next week. Passman, uh, when Matt Will's back in there at safety. I thought Benny Jarvis played a a good game uh, tonight on the opposite side. You talked so much in a pregame about, hey, you can get funneled in and really pay attention to Simmons, and then you can let Kiki Ford eat your lunch. Well, Jarvis and the guys on the other side didn't allow that to happen, so that was a big Big key too. They'll have to play the same way next week. Absolutely. Yeah, Kiki Ford, zero catches in the football game tonight. They did exactly what they were tasked to do. Clay, appreciate you, my man. And uh, as we look forward to this uh, Popperville post game podcast, we'll have our 
uh, offensive tackle Connor Davis coming up, as well as uh, the finale interview with the defensive line coach Adam Johnson. Stick around for more of the Talking Ball Y'all Poplarville postgame podcast. With fall and cooler weather just around the corner, there's no better time to head out to Brothers in Arms. It's Hattiesburg's premier outdoor gun range. It is located at 4657 Highway 49 South. Whether you're a new shooter or an experienced one, all are invited to shoot on the safe and family-oriented range. Go check them out and inquire about their annual memberships, hourly rates, as well as their training classes they offer. Once again, that's Brothers in Arms Outdoor Range at 4657 Highway 49 South in Hattiesburg. And remember, always keep your sights pointed downrange. We're back on the Talking Ball, y'all. Poplarville postgame podcast. Jason Baker with the starting tackle for the Poplarville Hornets, senior Connor Davis. 28-18 Hornets win it on the road over Moss Point, Mississippi. When you hear that and you're on the road in the second round, you get to move on. Connor, how's that hit you? Man, it feels great, you know. Coach Beach been telling us all week coming into this, we got to be the most physical team. And I think we was the most physical team tonight. When this offense is rolling like this, I've spoken on the radio broadcast about rhythm. Do you feel that when, when a guy like DJ's reeling off runs like he was doing during a ball game and it just seemed to be in rhythm? Is that sort of how you get the feeling from the offensive line? Oh, yeah. When, when them backs get rolling, it feels like everything's going smooth. We got a nice drive going. What, what is a night like what DJ had, 26 rushes, 173 yards? What does it do for this offense, maybe specifically from his position? It gives us a great, another great weapon. You know, we got DJ, Maurice. Lawrence, top, yeah. Yeah, Lawrence, Matt, uh, Mark, all of them. We got all them. We get all them rolling. It's going to be great. Take us inside the locker room, if you will, for this Hornet team at the moment. How motivated are you guys to maybe get one more shot at a Columbia that, that looms in a couple of weeks? You'll take on a Mendenhall team that you guys are very familiar with. Y'all have played them twice in the playoffs in the last few years. You played them very much in seven-on-seven seven this summer up at Hattiesburg High School. Just take us inside the locker room right now. What's the talk? What's the vibe? How, how do you guys feel as this playoff run's unfolding? Live to fight another week, that's all. I mean. We just want to keep moving on, keep fighting. You, know? you guys, uh, how much do you rely on your experience that I think Clay was telling me the other day, you four senior, your senior class, I think, has played in three straight state titles. So as freshmen, you've been there every single time, your senior year trying to get back there. How much does the experience of a run kind of play into the part of, of executing on the road in November? Well, we know what it takes to get back, you know. We know what we got to do to get back and what we got to do to get better every week. Take us to practice, if you will. We're visiting with Connor Davis, our starting tackle, senior tackle for the Poplarville Hornets. Take us to practice for a moment. How tough is it? I'm sure you work against Khalid at times. You probably can sympathize for other offensive tackles and having to try to chip block him or tank for that matter. Uh, what's it like and how much better maybe has he made you as a tackle trying to block him day in, day out at practice? Every Monday through Wednesday, me and Khalid and me and Tank, we go one-on-one -on, -one on pass blocking. And those two guys right there are hard to block. <laughs> but I think they've made me a little bit better, and I feel like I've helped them get a little bit better as the way as it went on. How do you feel this defense has played? I know you're an offensive player, but there's got to be times where you kind of stand back and say, my gosh, we're pretty good. Our defense is great. I mean, these guys come out here every day at practice and bust their butts. Ahmad, he's like – when they run a scout at practice, he's calling out the play for they even know what play they're going to run. That man, 
They're great. Absolutely. That's that's Connor Davis on our Talking Ball, y'all, Popperville postgame podcast. Appreciate you, my man. Thank you. Absolutely. That's the big guy that's uh, opened it up for DJ Richard Bay. And, uh, boy, what a performance uh, from the Popperville Hornets uh, tonight. Uh, victory on the road in Dantzler Stadium over the Moss Point Tigers. We'll be back with much more of this Talking Ball, y'all, Popperville postgame podcast. Hey folks, it's never too early or too late to get that spring cleaning done. Give our friends at Silver Run Cleaning Services a call. They provide Pearl River County and the surrounding areas with a professional cleaning service. Silver Run Cleaning offers tailor-made and customizable services for your commercial business, your post-construction cleanup, and your residents. Remember that Silver Run Cleaning Services. For reoccurring and one-time appointments, give Darby McCraney a call at 601-337-1721. That number once again is 601-337-1721. Let Silver Run Cleaning Services handle all your messy cleanups. We're back on the Talking Ball, y'all. Popperville post-game podcast. Jason Baker with the defensive line coach of the Popperville Hornets, uh, Adam Johnson. And uh, Adam... You know, you come on the road in a, in a hostile environment, it really and truly in an environment, a historic-type setting, as we've described it some tonight, against a tough opponent. You know, you got a team that's a spread attack with a Division One wide receiver out there on the outside. Hold them to 18 points. Got to make you awfully proud of this defensive union. No doubt. Um, yeah, Jason, we, we – gosh, from the time we pulled up, you know, you see the water at the end, the end zone down here, the, the trees in the background. It's a beautiful place, a lot of history here. I mean, you can look at the signs on the fence. They're, they're a historically great program, great football team. Tonight was what, what uh, Friday night high school football was all about, and it, it was really fun. And uh, our guys, you know, we, we, we weren't intimidated. We knew they had some really good football players, one of the biggest offensive lines we faced in a while, and we stepped up to the challenge. Five's a special kid. He can, he can go get the ball. He can run it. And, I mean, you saw tonight he's just a special kid, so I'm just really proud of our guys for stepping up. Let's talk about your defensive line. That was a big offensive line. What was maybe the game plan of that defensive line unit coming into this game tonight? Just told them all week we worked on just, just owning the line of scrimmage. You know, we got to win the line of scrimmage. If we get pushed back into the linebackers, then the linebackers couldn't flow. And, you know, we, we knew they had a pretty good little running back. We, we knew they liked to uh, throw the ball a lot. But, you know, I think we under, uh, some people underestimate their running game. That uh, Their running back's really good. They, get, they usually get movement on people. So I challenged the defensive line this week, especially the inside guys, you know, hey, we got to stop the run. we gotta, we got to dominate the line of scrimmage, don't get moved back, and, and, and we'll let our end guys and our, and our uh, secondary take care of the pass. Can you speak to your defensive line, maybe even interior, Khalid and Tank, Boy, they garner so much attention because of the plays they make, maybe beyond the line of scrimmage. But could you speak to what Scott Gerald, Tucker Smith, Chase Dare uh, have meant for this defensive line unit as well, and maybe the job that they were tasked with in slowing down that running game tonight? Yeah, I'm. I'm extremely proud of those three guys. We got. We've. We've. Uh, you know, early in the season, I wasn't sure how we're, our rotation was going to go. Um, Scott Gerald's kind of a kid that can play both spots. Um, Tucker's more the nose, Chase is the three tech, the defensive tackle. But Scott's kind of that in-between guy. He can kind of play both both spots. So we've been on a really good three-man rotation. They play well together. They all three really work hard. I've, it's, it's three of the hardest working kids I've ever had in, in, in on the D-line, and they're just strong, 
kids that do what they are supposed to do. They're, they're not out there for the glory. They don't care about tackles. They just do their job. I know you. It's, you're in the middle of a season, in the middle of a playoff run. It's probably hard to put this into perspective, but have you found yourself looking back at this defense thinking, my gosh, we got a pretty talented unit over there? I think historically, right now, statistically, that they're right up there with some of the best that maybe have ever played here as the Hornet defense. Yeah, you know, uh, matter of fact, we were talking about it uh, today, me and Coach Haycock. I said, it's just, it's like thinking back, uh, um, I told him, I said, I know this is not the way it goes, but I would really love to sit down one day and figure up the, the points that our first defense has given up. And I guarantee you it's not, a mu not much. You know, we've had a few on special teams, a few um, scooping scores, and then some at some end of some games uh, with our twos and threes in. I'd love to see what our average really is on, on just our starting defense. But, you know, and, and something we've been saying, it, it's, this defense is so good this year, and we're, it's too, too fun right now to, to not keep going. So what, What's made them so special? You know, they're just, gosh, they're just so hungry. I mean, like, you know, Khalid's been playing since he was a sophomore. He's played in two state championships. Uh, and, you know, his, his, he said it at the end of this last year when we lost that state championship. He said, this sucks. I mean, that was his words. That's all he's been. He is, and he has been so focused on doing whatever he's got to do to get back. And, and you know, just the whole defense, uh, Ahmad at linebacker, Mark, um, Eddie stepping in this year and filling some roles. And, I mean, just our secondaries, we just – it's just a fun defense to coach. Every kid is so hungry to play and so hungry to win. And, and, and they don't care who gets the glory. They just want – they're a really good team defense. As these uh, Friday nights wane down, I don't have many more opportunities to ask you. You mentioned Khalid then, but I got to ask you again. Uh, ha he, I know he's kind of been like a, a sibling almost or, or maybe a son to you. Mm -hmm. have you. Have you found yourself just at times almost pinching yourself that you've gotten to coach a kid with that kind of talent, but then with that kind of effort as well? Yeah, you know, I've known Khalid since he was about – about to my knees you know he uh when i first started coaching 17 years ago at poplarville his his dad was on staff with us and Khalid just ran around every time he saw me he'd run up to me and you know he was that little kid that just jumped up in my arms and i'd play with him throw the football with him and so i've just you know and me and uh, his dad lucius are we've been really good friends and you know it's like i said it's, it's been a i've seen him grow up i've seen him uh, come through grade school, come through middle school, and and blossom into the the uh, kid he is today. And he's a special kid. And I think, uh, matter of fact, it hit me today. I I, I told him, and you know, because I kind of have conversations with him on the sidelines sometimes. We're like like a father son type deal. And I walked up to him. I said, "Man, I said I hope this ain't the last game I ever get to coach you in." <laughs> and you know, it just kind of puts it in perspective. You know, every Friday night from here on out could be the last game we ever uh, coach and play together. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, yeah, you only promised four more quarters, and those four more quarters will get against uh, a Mendenhall team uh, we're awfully familiar with next week. Adam, thank you for your time. Thank you, Jason. That's our defensive line coach, Adam Johnson, with you on the Talking Ball, y'all, post-game podcast. Tonight, Hornets have won it in Moss Point, Mississippi, by the score of 28-18. to 18. What a performance from Jay Beach's crew here tonight. That's going to wrap up this Talking Ball, y'all, post-game podcast. We'll be back uh, next week as well, so stick around and stay tuned for other editions of the Talking Ball Y'all post game of the Talking Ball Y'all podcast.